Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, an actual play podcast about flying monkeys, jellified monsters, and big pits. And flying into big pits today, being carried by flying monkeys, are Ali. Hello, I'm Ali. And I play Enigma. Enigma. And where can people find your line? At Crochet Ninja. You can also therefore see my lovely poster for my Edinburgh show, which will almost certainly be done by the time this goes out. It may be. Oh my God, it's three weeks away. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Guys, I've got to drop out. I need to practice. <laughs> Stu, who are you and who do you play? Hi there, I'm Stuart and I play Tristan T. Wild. I'm a bard and I have an old rickety guitar I carry around with me and most of the music you hear on the podcast is written by myself and... Benjamin DM. <laughs> and where can people find you online? Tristan underscore T underscore wild with an E. <laughs> and as always, don't add the with an E bit as in words. It, it's, yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah. And Tristan isn't wild for tea the drink. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Gwyn. I'm Gwyn. I play Percival Cleft. People don't want to find me online. That's fair. That's not what people need. They need to be doing things. <laughs> Get off your screens. Go and enjoy the world. It's a beautiful summer. <laughs> yeah, we don't know how long we've got. <laughs> Might as well make the most of every second. Also, you don't really update anymore. Yeah, I'm really lazy. Yeah, fair. Get on that. Uh, I mean, I've got 55 followers and at least four of them like every tweet I post. So come on. <laughs> I've got 172. I'm winning. Damn it. Wait, on your Enigma account? I don't have an Enigma account. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've got an imaginary person account with imaginary people following me. <laughs> well, I don't know how you're trying to win with that statement. <laughs> In fairness, Stu also has a regular account which follows lots of unexpected accounts because it keeps getting hacked and forced to follow porn. Yeah, and they really love porn accounts. <laughs> <laughs> It means I get random porn on my thread, and some of it is different, but it's all good. <laughs> and Mag. I'm Magnus, and I play Banbury Lutes, the unlovable sucker who is following these three heroes around. Aww. Where can people find you online? I'd prefer they didn't, if I'm honest. I'm a bit like Gwyn. Uh, I'd rather they found me in real life, puts more effort in, they can bring me cake. Don't actually really like cake. Yeah, that's true. Come and talk to us at a LARP event. <laughs> Find us online and bring us cookies. <laughs> Unlike personally, Mag, you actually do update with interesting content, so they probably should find you and follow you. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> so, when last we saw our heroes, they'd had a discussion with the entity known as the Consumer, and that discussion had come to fisticuffs, and they had wreaked some havoc on it, to the point that the creature appeared to be trying to escape. It had done this by dividing itself into multiple parts. Banbury, having summoned his faithful flying monkey friends, the prettiest of the pretties, has sent his three companions off in pursuit of fragments of the entity that were seeking to escape in the oasis, leaving two facing him. So, as we begin our story, it is a little bit ahead of dawn, and the sky is still pretty dark, there are still stars, and three flying monkeys are carrying heroes different directions through the gloaming. 
<laughs> the majestic flying monkey. Percy, how does it look as you're carried through the air? I guess I'm lumbering forward like a blimp <laughs> with very little propulsion. <laughs> I don't know how long we've been going, but I, I don't imagine we've got very far. Because my monkey's like a big gorilla with leathery bat wings. <laughs> and it takes a lot of lift. So your monkey, it's actually like a big bumblebee. Yeah. It's like a monk bee. <laughs> monk bee. Bumble ape. Like a kind of primate bumblebee <laughs> yeah. that can barely lift the weight of itself and its burden as it drifts you through the air. So you can see this faintly glowing figure ahead of you. So do I get to guide my monkey like flying a hang glider? <laughs> guide my monkey. You get to, but while you do it, there's like a theme tune playing that's just like, guide the monkey, guide the monkey. <laughs> I'll give my monkey a yank. <laughs> Fly, Haumbe! Too soon. I think that was his name last time, my monkey. It was. Yeah. So... Percy finds himself confronted by a jelly-like figure that is roughly humanoid in form. As you approach, this humanoid shape starts to form into a man of medium height, a little on the short side, the colour filling in across his skin until he almost looks human. But there are green points of light moving like as though in his skin mm -hmm. he has a scar on his face that gives it a slight sneer <gasps> you think you recognize him from the ship and he turns to face you you were literally jelly like two moments ago you're not gonna trick me you know he says we remember so many things percival cleft so many threads and histories of those within us we know who's coming for you, and you're going to need all the friends you can get. Very profound. We could help you, Percival Cleft. You should keep us with you. Yes, yes, yes you're probably right. Oh, I'm going to hit him in the face. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> Roll that hack and slash. <laughs> okay. I know there's a no-eating policy, but, like, Wynn just mentioned jelly, and I've got jelly in the fridge. Can I have <sighs> jelly? It makes great sound It's effects. not very crunchy. <laughs> That's true. It's not one of yeah. the crunchy foods. But the slobbering of jelly eating. Eating stuff on the podcast is kind of my thing. Mm. Um, I think I, as long as you don't suck it. You always suck. Yeah, as long as you eat it in complete silence and no one knows what you're doing, then great. Okay, sweet. I'm going to go get some jelly. Now, Mag, wait, Mag, you do you. You eat it how you want. Cheers, He's very excited about jelly. Okay, so, Percy... On an intermediate success, you exchange damage. So roll your damage. My damage should be 1d10 plus 1, I think. Yep. 8. Okay, and roll a d6. So you just, like, smack it down? Mm-hmm. What's it look like? Well, I think I, I smack it down and say, oh, but, but do carry on. I'm, I'm all ears. As you cut through it, it sort of rolls up your sword and divides around it. Ew. And it lunges towards you with these hands that become needles that pierce through your armour. So you take three piercing damage mm -hmm. and two non-piercing damage, which I think just bounce off your armour. Yeah. And so it's this kind of weird jelly body, but it still has the head of the scarred man. And he says, death is coming for you, Percival Cleft. And then the jelly just kind of dissolves away into water. 
And those green lights. No, Magnus, you cannot speak. <laughs> if you're going to do that, just pour it over your head and rub it in. We don't want to hear it. But jelly noise. You said jelly noise. Yeah. No, I didn't mention a jelly noise. I described a jelly-like event. <laughs> I didn't want your foley work. And now I can't remember what I said. <laughs> so it dissolves away onto the ground and the green sparks fade away and you're left in relative darkness. Well, sorry, monkey, to drag you all this way. <laughs> I don't know how long you're sticking around for, but if you could give me a lift back, that might be handy. The monkey lifts you up and starts carrying you into the dark. Okay, so Enigma. Hello. I think you might as well go next. Okay. Am I on a monkey? You are being carried by a monkey. How does it look when Enigma's carried by a monkey? Well, here's the thing. Enigma don't get carried by no monkey. Oh, I fucking knew you were going to say that. Because she, like, flips up and, like, surfs the monkey. <laughs> Sky surfing a monkey. I was going to do that. Yeah, in your face. Okay, that is rad as heck. Damn right. And I'm probably doing, like, monkey wheelies. <laughs> of course you're doing monkey wheelies. <laughs> That's what happens. Now, as you come down, you can see that it seems to be some kind of trackway between cliff walls that you're coming down onto. And so you are following, perhaps it's the path of a river or something like that. It's not clear, but it's dry right now. And again, what you see is this jelly-like creature running along the ground away from you down this trackway. So you're monkey surfing with uncanny balance. And the monkey's a little put out by this. It might not be entirely used to being used as a living surfboard. Monkey's got to learn. What do you do to catch up with this creature? I hunker down to make myself more wind unresistant. Aerodynamic. <laughs> Aerodynamic, wind unresistant, as they call it in the trade. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. And what's your plan? I'm going to start humming the Top Gun theme because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that will inspire fast monkeys. So which part of it is your plan? Is it to be upside down and give it the bird or is it to do a high-speed flyby of it while it's in a control tower and it goes, Enigma! And, like, shakes its fist at you. Enigma! Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm out of arrows. I've got a throwing dagger. Right, so I'm flying. I've turned the monkey upside down now because we're going really close. And as we pass, I'm like, ping. Okay, how do you not fall off an upside down monkey? That's a brilliant. Yeah, but I want what's Enigma actually doing as this monkey turns over in the air? What's she doing to hang on? Well, my feet are wrapped around the monkey and into its tail. <laughs> so, like, obviously the monkey's doing some hanging on to me as well, right? Yes. And I think one of my hands maybe is holding on to the monkey's hand. We've got a bit close now. <laughs> and I'm brilliant, so I don't fall off. Wasn't Enigma's a golden lion tamarind, which is about the size of a football? <laughs> You're about the size of a football. <laughs> if I remember rightly. An aerodynamic, very strong football. Yeah, size, not shape. You don't necessarily get the same monkey every time, although increasingly it's looking like maybe you're going to, because yeah. <laughs> these monkeys seem to be routine friends that we see quite often. That's canon now. Okay, so give me a volley roll. That'll be on dexterity, right? Yes. Yay. Don't fail. Well, that monkey's going into a flat spin. Yes! <laughs> that monkey's going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Enigma's monkey is called Duck. So, uh... 
Enigma rolls an 11. Give me a damage roll. Let's see how hard you hit it. D4 damage. Power to the people. Ah, the D4 damager. Back once again with the Renegade Master. <laughs> yeah, so basically your knife embeds in it and the whole body of the thing shivers and wobbles. Because <laughs> it's jelly. Yes, it really does respond like I that. I pushed it in the belly and it wobbled like a jelly. And then it takes on a humanoid form. Form. And then it takes on a humanoid form. <laughs> <laughs> clap, clap. And a long harpoon forms in its hand. It appears to be taking the form of one of the crew of the ghost. Is it a baboon harpoon? It may be a harpoon that would be used for a baboon, but this is one of the seal hunters. In fact, it's the one you stabbed in the throat. Ah, she is so muddy. And appears to be wearing a big coat that would be far too warm for the weather here. But that's the way she appears. She looks now as herself, but there are tiny points of green light moving through her skin. And as you fly on, she lowers the harpoon towards you. <laughs> what do you do? Loop the loop! <laughs> it's basically like very steeply climb up yeah and make it harder for her to get so kind of looping up her back yeah so she doesn't stand a chance. She keeps the harpoon pointed towards you. God damn it. And then... As you start moving away, she turns and just starts running down this channel again. It looks like she's trying to maybe find some cover on the walls that she can get under. What do you do? I reckon I can slap her again. I feel like she's the kind of person I can stab a lot, you know? <laughs> I've done it a couple of times now. Yeah, you've, you've had some disputes with this person. So I'm going a little bit like, you know, that bit in Star Wars when they're going down a drain pipe. That classic bit of Star Wars with the drain pipe. There's a classic bit of Star Wars with a drain pipe. Death Star drain pipe. Oh, the Death Star drain pipe. Death Star drain pipe. Are you thinking of Incy Wincy Spider? <laughs> I'm thinking... <laughs> We've got to go for an Incy Wincy strategy. Incy Wincy Red Leader. <laughs> okay, so you're coming along this channel behind. <laughs> As you get closer, she turns and levels that harpoon at you. And she's hunkering down, so it's very much between you and her. How low am I? Can I kick it out of her hand? You might be able to. Yes. As you start approaching, she's like, that thing will burn you away, Enigma. For some reason, I'm Scottish, even though I tried to do a Russian accent. <laughs> it's very hard for me to do a Russian accent, so I'll just roll my arts. I can't wait to see your Edinburgh preview in <laughs> Scotland near Moscow. <laughs> it's not a preview. So yes, imagine a Russian accent. She says, that thing will burn you away, Enigma. Burn me away. It does not serve well, you. Well, do. <laughs> it only uses you for its own ends. What do you do? Yeah, and then kick her in the face. Oh no, sorry, I'm kicking the harpoon out of her hands, okay. preferably into her face. Give me that dex roll. Boom. Yeah, that's a very good roll. So I think that pretty much works. Yeah, so you kick the harpoon out of her hands and it rattles along the ground behind you and then it dissolves into jelly. And she drops down as it happens, almost like water splashed across the sandstone. But as her human form starts to fade away and dissolve into the ground, she says, We could have protected you. We could have taken its power for you. And the body just sinks into the ground and the green lights wink out and dissipate. Aww. Okay, so... How does Tristan's monkey flying antics look? I mean, I've had a good long time to think about this, seeing as Enigma stole... Uh, stole it? Always quicker than you. Obviously, I'm a trendsetter. 
So I think Enigma looked across and saw me surfing it and then copied. So now I've got to do something different. So I've, I've kind of chatted to the monkey and I've flipped round. It's grabbed me by my feet and I've got my guitar and I'm going to whoom in the back of its head. Not the monkey's head, the, uh, the creature's head. OK, you find yourself coming down again into a relatively small area between rocky cliffs. And as you come down, the creature's waiting for you. And it has the form of Torquil now. What do you do? Oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna nod up to the monkey, and that that means sort of like slow down a little bit. As we get closer, I'm gonna kind of just backflip, reverse flip, and land. You're gonna flip it and reverse it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna jump down and stand in front of Torquil heroically, and the monkey's gonna land on my shoulder because I've got the golden line hammer in. Was <laughs> <laughs> it carrying you? It's got the same strength as every other monkey. It's just, you know, it's like a cute pantaleomon. Oh, yeah, that's okay. I'll take that. Yeah, so it lands on my shoulder and I'm like, what, what? And strike a pose. <laughs> Sup, homie? It's like, ah, Tristan, we gave you such a kind offer, a generous offer. Yeah, you did, but you know. We could have made you strong. To us, you could have overthrown anyone whose power was greater than yours. Become a king among men. Didn't you want that? Yeah, but then eventually you'd have eaten us. We've seen what you do, though, Torquil Green Blob Man. <laughs> You're going to just devour everything, aren't you? You won't be happy until everything is eaten. And then what are you going to do? Pudding. Says, there are always more worlds, Tristan. There will always be more worlds. But then when are you going to be done? There's always more for us to swallow, more flavours for us to experience. Yeah, but what's your end goal here? We hunger, Tristan. There is no goal to hunger. Hunger must be satiated. I guess it's like us eating the lemons. We can't stop <laughs> because we like them so much. <laughs> and in the end, you're just bitter. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to give him a little high five. You're speaking truth. <laughs> uh, look, you know how this is going to go down. Look, I'm going to glance across. Those two are, are gone. Admittedly, your two up there are probably going to kill Banbury. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but we can either scrap it out and then you're going to be killed because I'm, I'm going to win. And then, oh, hold on, if we kill you four, is that it? Are you gone? Are you dead? We could forgive you, Tristan. We could find it in ourselves. We could put the offer back on the table. Don't you want that? I mean, it is that... Wait, hold on. So if I was going to say yes... <laughs> I knew this one wasn't going to go the same as the others. <laughs> <laughs> a quick question. So why can't you just instill the power in us without our wanting it? And then, this is a hypothetical, don't do this. <laughs> how does the power work? Why do I have to say, yes, I want the power? That's how power works, Tristan. Yeah, it is hella tempting, don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's going to work, man. You're just like an embodiment that you're not actually Torquil. We've gone through this. He says, we are so much greater. Yeah, but I'm greater still. And I'm going to smack him in the head with a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that strength roll. What What do you mean strength roll? Come on. <laughs> this is Dex. I'm aiming. Well, let's talk about your two moves. My body is a weapon. When you fight unarmed, you use dex. Oh, yeah, good point, good point. And you have a precise weapon, a rapier, which when you use, you also use dex. <laughs> However, when you hit someone with a guitar, that's nothing to do with dexterity. <laughs> Fuck's sake. This is so unfair. <laughs> it's not very cordial. <laughs> it's lemon cordial. <laughs> I wonder, will he be flat? <laughs> A sharp move, Tristan. <laughs> Nine. 
You're good. Good enough. You got an intermediate success on attacking him. I'm starting to fret. <laughs> so, roll your damage. Oh, he just explodes all over the back of the guitar and some of it splatters in Enigma's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even there. I know, but that's how hard I've hit him. And with such a big damage roll, I'm taking this. <laughs> yeah, you smash that guitar through and he just splashes everywhere. Nice. As this pale luminescence of these green points of light drifts across the ground and then fades away and you and your monkey are alone in the darkness nice oh he's just gonna look down and give me a little little monkey hand high five and i'll give him a little finger to his little tiny palm good work little monkey buddy (laughs) good work tristan (laughs) thanks little buddy are you gonna stay here forever (laughs) i suddenly when he's gone (laughs) i'm like no monkey so what do you do next, Tristan? Monkey's not actually gone, is he? Not yet. We've had them for as long as we can. I'll be like, right, little buddy, let's go and save your summoner. Away to Bambri! And I'm going to give him a run up because he is a bit weaker. So I'm going to run and then leap up. Okay, they're also like palm trees and stuff. So you're probably just having to narrowly dive around those. Oh, actually, no, you're right. Screw that. I'm going to go and get a coconut and sit under a palm tree. <laughs> I'm going to crack the coconut open and just give half to the monkey and just chow down. Percy, Enigma over here. (laughs) It's not a coconut palm, sorry. Fuck it. We'll go and help Bambri then. Okay, fine. Whatever. All right. Enigma. Enigma. What did you do after defeating this component of the beast? I assume I fly back to everyone else. Okay. In a cool way, obviously. In a cool way. In a cool way. A less cool way than Tristan. So, Bambri loots is stood on the top of a cliff and you've seen your friends off. You summoned your airborne pals and they carried your friends away and two of these humanoid blob creatures, one larger than the other, appear over the top of the cliff and they start coming towards you. What do you do? Now, guys or girls, you know, who knows? Let's just remember you were both running away. Let's not turn on our heads here. Let's not misunderstand the situation. You're running away from us right now. Yeah? Have you got it? <laughs> Are they going for that? Are they turning around? Are they like, oh yeah, we need to run away. Baby's so scary. They're actually changing shape. But whilst running away. Yeah? And they're still approaching you, but mm. they don't seem to be in a big hurry. And one of them seems to be compressing in on itself until it's about your height. <sighs> One of them's changing into a wrecking ball and the other one's changing into Miley Cyrus. <laughs> That's a weird reference. I literally have that tune as my wake up every single morning. Love it. Man. So the one on the left seems to compress in on itself until it's around your height. And it seems to be turning into a disreputable yet rakish looking young man with a pointed hat and a surprisingly elegant rural wizard's robe. It's like looking in a mirror that's a little more flattering than your magical one. Right. And with that, Bambri reaches down, lifts up the bottom hem of his wizard's robe, (gasps) and begins to run. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought it was going to flash him. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I was like, is he just going to check out a more pleasant-looking version of his own wang on this thing? (laughs) That is super weird. Just as that's approaching, you notice the other one is stretching to a greater size. Well. And the green sparks in its body are moving like flame and smoke until it has the form of Trevor. 
Ah. And that's moving towards you as well. God damn it, Trevor. You had one job. <laughs> Turn so, up completely unannounced and beat the shit out of this. Brutal. Wild. Right. Man. Banbury is going to run as fast as he can across wherever... You're at the edge of a cliff. You can basically run back up the hill the way you came. You can run along the cliff to the left or to the right. Bamboo run across the cliff or along the cliff, not across, uh, yeah. to the left, uh, screaming as he goes, You better be running away! <laughs> Give me a dex roll to represent this uncanny speed oh six eh classic (laughs) six and I trip now I'm dead oh shit 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 (laughs) yeah so Banbury trips over a rock this is like a kind of sandstone surface but it's not smooth particularly there's little edges and bumps and pits in it Banbury just catches a foot in one And before you know it, they've caught up to you. And the Trevor-shaped one grabs your arm with this huge soft hand and sort of lifts you to your feet. And the Banbury-looking one says, We know you, Banbury Lutes. We've seen you. We understand you. Well, I mean, that's... You should come with us now. Okay, sure, buddy. Hey, Jelly Banbury and Jelly Trevor. You're my new family, and I'm super happy about all of this. Yeah. How about, though, how about I just walk? Because it's, you know, you're getting jelly on my robe right now. I promise, Scout's Honor, I will not run away. And you know me, little Jelly Banbury. I never lie. Put me down, <laughs> and I'll, I'll walk along. We'll sing... Banbury jelly songs and it'll all be cool and giant giant jelly Trevor I genuinely am sorry that you're dead and a jelly giant jelly Trevor says oh that's really nice and like hugs you in its jelly arms and now you're kind of stuck in its jelly embrace and it starts walking along carrying you thank you jelly Trevor and Jelly Banbury is walking beside it. <laughs> and you're getting, you can feel jelly seeping through the back of your robe. It's pretty gross. And Jelly Banbury going, We know exactly how much you tell the truth, Banbury. Exactly how much. Yeah. So, how come you're me? Because I'm not absorbed and dead yet. Am I? Not yet, no. But. So how can you be me? I thought it was only appearing as... What's going on? Alternate world, Banbury. You gave us a lot of your magic, Banbury. A lot of it. I could carry on feeding you if you just let me down. I get so (laughs) tired when I'm carried. And real cranky, too. (laughs) (laughs) You should say this all through jelly. That'll make it more authentic. No, no, he should not. (laughs) Magnus opens a jelly. (laughs) And Banbury is obliterated in the same way. <laughs> it's fine, I'm going to play Jelly Banbury from now on. <laughs> it's a sad story, but here we are. Jelly Banbury says, what it is, right? we got to get you to somewhere nice and warm. 
get you out in the sun, find a fire, something like that. Okay. That's when you get really good, Banbury. That's when you get really good. No, that's when I get really sunburned and cranky. Trust me, I've just had weeks of that. What you want to do is put me somewhere where there's sandwiches with a crust cut off and, um, you know, maybe some milk. And that's where I get really good. I, I won't be cranky. Uh, some soft toilet paper would be nice. That That's something that's been missing in my life for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, the uh, loving father figure, that would be good. I, I imagine I'm going to become a much more mature and caring individual if I have some good parenting. I've been lacking that for a very long time. <laughs> Jelly Banbury's like nodding. He's like, tell me about it. Yeah. That's... So a uh, giant amorphous blob from another planet isn't a better father figure than Percy, no? <laughs> we have all the knowledge of all the things and people and creatures we've consumed, so we contain a lot of potential mentor figures. But you know what? A lot of them are kind of assholes. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of them just randomly killed a kid. That was like the last thing they did before we consumed them. It's all in their thoughts and memories. They're talking about it a lot. They fed it to seaweed. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah they don't sound like great people. But, you know... Everyone's got their flaws. Mine's I don't like being carried. Have I mentioned that? I really like to walk. I get real cranky. And like, my magic plays up. Well, it's your magic we're really interested in, see, Banbury. Yeah, so, I'm a real grounded individual. You know, so I'm really brown and like dirty and, you know, I really need to be in touch with nature. That's how witching works. So, just put me physically on the ground and uh, I'll I'll be more magically. Uh, Banbury's going to look around. Any flying monkeys? Any hawks coming back to save Lil Banbury? Or... You can hear some crashing around from the valley on your right. So it seems like the hawks are up to antics down there, definitely. There are hawks around. But Delhi Banbury is saying, see, what it is, is we need to get you somewhere where we can just, you know, now we've got rid of those other chumps. You want to make me as magically attuned and powerful as possible before you eat me to get the most power. I get it. I'm like your version of, like, uh, Farquhar, or however that's pronounced. Think of it as milking you. That's really what we want to do. Ah, oh, <laughs> it made it weird, little jelly bambri. Really weird. Like, I don't, you know, no. Like, have I ever wondered, you know, if there was another version of me? Would we milk each other? Would it be okay? I mean, you know, everyone's had that kind of thought at some stage. But now, with your jelly face and all that other stuff in front of me, I'm thinking, no. I'm, no, that's... Just... No. Pass. Heavy pass. Come on, Hawks! <laughs> Percy. Mm. You get back to where Banbury was, and he's not there. Hmm. What do you do? Banbury! Banbury, you hear distant shouting. Uh, does Banbury have any of his limbs free? Does he have the ability to yell and twiddle his fingers and do any kind of... He's kind of wrapped up in this gelatinous creature's arms, maybe their arms, li- jelly-like limbs, but he can probably wiggle an arm free if he needs to, Yes. Previously, uh, Bambi's been tied up and still managed to do a spell, so I'm hoping that I can at least... Uh, I'm going to try and concentrate on the residual kind of heat in the area, and I'm going to send up a little um, flare from Bambi's fingers, uh, and he's gonna, it's going to... A little kind of wisp of fire will 
skyrocket into the, the dark night and then burst out into flame and it'll form a hawk. Uh, effectively like a bat signal. <laughs> okay, cool. And then as it fades away, it's gonna the hawk's gonna slowly disappear down until it's just a hand with one finger with uh, sticking up where the hawk's head was. Amazing. Yeah, give me an int roll. Let's see this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it like it's like the high resolution. It's like the 4K version of it. <laughs> Tristan and Enigma, as you fly back towards where you were, you see on your right a hawk sign appear in the air above the valley. The hawks! We're needed! On our right? On your right, yes. Tammy! To starboard! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's a little female monkey. Percy, you see a hawk sign appear just around the valley from where you are, a little distance. Mm, Well, you don't see one of those every day. (laughs) (laughs) March towards it. Okay, great. Banbury, as your big firework display goes off, Jelly Banbury looks up at it and goes, that's very impressive. Well, the important thing is, you guys are going to be pretty hungry after me, and Enigma, as we all know, is massively more powerful than me. So it is important that I just entice her over so that you get a full meal. I'm thinking about you guys. I genuinely feel sorry for you, uh, Jelly Trevor, and little Banbury... I realise why everyone hates me. You are an absolute little shit. I hate you. <laughs> I really hate you. Jelly shit. Jelly shit. Jelly Bambury gives you the bird. <gasps> oh, snap! The jelly bird. <laughs> and then says, right, they're going to be coming. Get him out of here. Go on, Trev. And Trevor sets to running towards the cliff. What do you do, Bambury? The other day you described an epic scene that was effectively Godzilla versus King Kong in a fight. Now, I didn't realise we were going to then move on to the whole King Kong climbing up uh, a building, (laughs) holding... Jelly King Kong. (laughs) Holding, like, little Banbury in his paw while he swats away the hawks who are being flown by flying monkeys. But I'm glad we're really leaning into this. Um, I I, I am here for it. Okay. Um, I don't know what can Banbury do. I'm assuming that I'm not going to be able to outwriggle a giant jelly's grasp. Let's not necessarily make that assumption. Is there anything else you could do instead? Well... Eat it. Bar trying to attack it, which would then just have it crush me, my only option that I can think of is that I just try and slip out of my wizard's robe completely. (laughs) And run naked through the desert, hoping I make a better go of it this time. You could go inside it, wriggle inside it. No, no, always with you. Trying to get inside things <laughs> in so many different ways. No. Uh, Bambri's just going to try and wriggle a little bit and use his naturally greasy exterior plus the jelly to shed his robe. A lot like a lizard sheds its tail when a predator grabs it. Bambri's going to wriggle his little self free. Okay, this this is definitely dexterity. Let's see it happen. <laughs> Let's not see it happen. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Banbury <laughs> Banbury well lubricated by jelly just slides out of his rural wizard's robes how close to the cliff have you got oh I'm miles away from the cliff the cliff, <laughs> the cliff is definitely not a danger to little naked Banbury but it's also not a danger to Jelly Trevor oh no Jelly Trevor can yeah He's fine. Because Je- Jelly Trevor was running you towards the cliff edge. Okay, well, he maybe he doesn't notice in time. And, you know, Jelly jumps his way down. <laughs> I think this works quite well. Percy, hmm. 
you come round the corner to find two Banburys. <laughs> One of them is naked. This sounds like a uh, thing Stu said once. <laughs> and he's trying to put well, his clothes precisely. on the other Banbury. <laughs> What what do you do? Uh, oh dear! Oh, oh dear! Oh, oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? He, you're going to get sunburnt. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, uh, why? Do you want to maybe? Do you want to maybe kill evil Jelly Banbury before we have a conversation about my clothing choices, Percy? I mean, is it fairly clear that? Um, no. Well, he's you, made of I... jelly. No. <laughs> And pretty. One of the Banburys is kind of like if Banbury looked a bit more cool. Oh, yeah, let's kill that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a jelly Banbury starts turning to run as well, which is understandable when confronted by naked Banbury. Mm. I'm going to chase after him, shouting, Did he touch you? <laughs> <laughs> jelly Banbury's like, Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> Only a little bit, you. Fucking snitch! <laughs> um, you wanted a mouthful of my jelly. <laughs> what are those clothes? Give me the jelly clothes, Percy. Strip jelly Banbury naked right now. Uh, yeah, okay. Give me a damage <laughs> roll. Yep, Banbury. Percy just runs past you and effectively murders Jelly Banbury. Oh, so no. you have a little picture in your head of how it would look like if a uh, knight of the church murdered a small innocent witch boy. You just have a chance to get Again. that image hmm. imprinted on your retina. I'll wander back towards back. Do, do you want to talk about it? Are you feeling okay? No, there's a... Like, we haven't defeated this thing. Like, there's a... No, not really. But my clothes are over there in a giant jelly version of Trevor. Tristan and Enigma. Yo. As you come towards where the sign went up, you see Percy murdering Banbury. Whoa! You see another naked Banbury. Ah! And you see a jelly creature falling down the cliff and kind of reforming at the bottom. I might turn back. <laughs> Enigma, you're ahead. What do you do? I'm gonna... Lend me a hat. Or some other clothing. Well, the thing we formed at the bottom of the cliff, I feel like I should start attacking it a bit more, you know? Okay, cool. So it's like formed back into what looks weirdly like Banbury's fire demon friend. Oh. Only a bit smaller and wearing Banbury's robe. Well, it's not the weirdest thing I've seen in the last 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw another knife at it. I love throwing knives. Okay, give me a volley roll. Yeah. Nice. Roll your damage. Yeah. Brutal. And then I'm just going to give an extra kick to its jelly nuts. Okay, so you kind of come winging down and you throw a knife into it, you kick it, and it kind of starts collapsing in on itself. Does your knife do any damage to the robes? On that roll, you get to make that choice. No. Okay, Barry's robes are preserved. Then I will pick up his robes and take them to him. The creature sort of dissolves, same as you saw when you defeated the one the other side of the oasis. You see these green stars dissipate across the ground, and now you're at the bottom of the cliff. And around this point, your monkey vanishes. God damn it. Tristan, we have a situation where there's a naked Banbury and Percy at the top of the cliff and Enigma at the bottom. Where do you go? I mean, 
I've just seen her monkey disappear, haven't I? This is probably as she's doing that, so... Okay. I wanted to talk to my monkey before she left. Okay, so do you just sit down on the valley floor? Been a long time, old friend. I guess if you... Menigma's down... Menigma. I guess if Menigma's down there... Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to go to the top with uh, those guys and land and be like, Hey, little little Tam, uh, how long are you around for? You did really well there. Your monkey disappears. Ah, oh, tits! So you're now at the top of the hill. The creature appears to have been defeated. Yeah, hawk high five! There's a <laughs> naked Banbury. <laughs> Down at the bottom of the cliff is Enigma hey. with a robe. What do you do? Should I, I, I don't know. Let's just start climbing down i guess wait can we see the water that it was protecting you can now see that there are trees in this oasis yes down the bottom of the cliff so yes as you get further down you can see that there's like palm trees there's a pool of some kind this dawn is approaching now so it's getting light enough that you can see there's still like long shadows into the valley itself because it's more or less surrounded by cliffs well i guess we want to head down in that direction but in the meantime i will dip into my adventuring gear and pull out a hand (laughs) towel which i will hand my face with it as i oh thank you percy just wipe the sweat off oh i needed that Bambi's gonna walk butt naked to the edge of uh the cliff and yell down to enigma whoa enigma what did you kill jelly trevor yep did you get last one in the pools did you get my robe yeah i got your robe is jabush still attached i thought you lost jabush a while ago no, Jabruce is attached to no. the sock on the, on the I rope. I guess Jabruce is there. Yeah, Jabruce is still there. I'm going to turn to Percy and be like, man, you've got to admire his guts. He's he's butt naked and he just doesn't care. <laughs> Kid's got confidence. I'm going to start taking my trousers off. I want to see what this feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you, you say it as yeah, if you don't true. know. Come Percy's on. Percy's going to start stripping too, and we're just going <laughs> to all three naked sake. naked men, <laughs> men of old, walk down the hill to Enigma's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't want to see those three. I'm running into the water. Okay. Oh, Enigma's getting into the spirit too. I'm getting in fully clothes. <laughs> and thus, the end of the scene is three naked, two naked men and one naked boy climbing down a cliff. While Enigma's in solidarity. in this big lake in the middle of the yeah. oasis. And the sun rises over the desert, <laughs> and our heroes have found water. And new liberating yeah, freedom of we're naked. Woo. And the light sparkles from their majestic buttocks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wrap it. I'm gonna put an arm on Bambi's shoulders. I'm like, you've got the right idea, kid. This is excellent. <laughs> So perhaps we could begin with a song. So <laughs> top of my list is Percival Cleft. Hello. I do apologise. I've missed something because someone distracted me. You didn't even start it. I just put those jelly in my mouth. Sorry. 
<laughs> That's uh, what he said. You, you were going to suck him, him off. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you were ready for his jelly. Anyway, anyway to slow him down. Strawberry. <laughs> mm, when you do it's not that, lime. when you do that, they <laughs> <laughs> they fall asleep, and I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> worth it." And then I scamper off, taking their wallet from the nightstand. <laughs> um, jelly balls. <laughs> You're a jelly ball. <laughs>